Hello, Billy Reeves here. Welcome to the latest K-Scope podcast. Music coming up from Tesseract, Paul Draper, Say Delan, a new one from No Sound and the Anchoress, fresh from playing with the Mannix at the Eden Project in Cornwall. But we start with Old Fire, the album Songs from the Haunted South is out now on K-Scope, the pet project of John Mark Latham of the Earlies and the Late Chord. Let's start with this one then. Before we hear from John Mark, from FOP's Album of the Month, Blood Child. I'm sorry. First words I thought to say were at least he's no longer in pain. I'm sorry I missed you Francisco one day 
Oldfire, Songs from the Haunted South is the album. That's entitled Blood Child, and that features Sarah Lowe's on vocals, who, of course, sang with the Earlies, one of John Mark Laffham's more famous projects. And there's plenty of great musicians play on this. Christopher Barnes from Gem Club, Alex Mars from Black Angels, Warren DeFever from His Name is Alive, Thor Harris from Swans uh, plays a lot of the drums on the album. A 13-track album which contains a selection of songs that John Mark says that in one way or another are dedications to people. There's covers as well, uh, some well-thought-out and well-chosen interpretations of other people's songs. John Mark sat alone in his studio over a period of around 10 years, going backwards and forwards with this album. And so I started by asking him about his relationship with it. Um, I'm not even a traditional musician. I'm more of a producer. I spend all my time in the studio with samplers and in effects and you know just programming things and playing keyboards so i needed like and i wanted to record a somewhat organic sounding album i didn't want it to be all electronic so okay. I, I really wanted to to get with classic musicians who i who i respected and knew could to could do this sort of thing and and you know the songs that i was choosing to do covers you know they're they're really you know they're i think they're, they're classic songs so i needed people who could who could do that and bring those songs it's to life. Right, right, so. right, just, just on that, how did you choose the covers then? Is there any particular emotional attachment you've gone to those particular songs? Why those songs? Um, there's not a real set rhyme or reason. I think I just needed them to resonate with me in a certain way. Um, the first vocal song on the album is Helix, and I think that's one of the first covers uh, I, I had the idea for, the first uh, cover I, I knew I wanted to do. Uh, and it kind of just filled some criteria for me. I mean, it's, you know, it's sort of a love song, but it's also a song about, I think it's, a, it seems like it's a song about um, failed relationships yeah. and, you know, being, you know, mourning relationships. And I think mourning is probably a word that kind of permeates the whole album. Very um, much so. Yeah, no, very much so. But in a nice way, I think. I mean, it's gl- yeah. it's, it's gloomy, but it's really... Resonance, muddy, isn't it? That um, it, it's kind of like earthy. That um, how did you sort of sign it all off then? When did you, after all of this, when did you think right, it's finished? How on, I'm just, I've got sort of visions of you like carrying around masses of notebooks and yeah. uh, and then someone saying to you, right, stop. <laughs> I wish, God, I wish I had somebody to tell me stop. Uh, that would have been great. Um, I just, I, well, you know, I, I just, I had to make myself stop really I couldn't keep carrying the same ground <laughs> right. it wasn't healthy you know I there had to be a time where I just said that's that's okay, it. that's you enough know, that's, that's enough that's how did you get tied up with K-Scope then how did you introduce the album to Johnny and Tony uh it was pretty random to be honest I I've I'm, I'm friends with Ivo Watts Russell the guy who of course who yeah set up 4D and Ledge my, yeah Ledge so, um, so I was talking to him about it, and I said, you know, I'm I'm looking for just the right label who, you know, they have to be a little bit of this, they have to be a little bit of that, and I'm really not exactly sure what that label would look like. And and he recommended I send a demo to for, uh, to Casco, um, and so I I it was it's amazing that it, it worked out because it was just a random email I, I sent to the label. I um I got on the website. Uh, I honestly I never I hadn't heard of Casco before that point. So I, I did a bit of homework first just to see, you know, what Case Code was all about, what their whole philosophy looked like, you know, what their roster was. Um, and after a bit of time, I decided it, 
it looked like it could be a good match. No, totally. It, it, I mean, it's essentially it's that 4AD is the inspiration of K-Scope. You know, K-Scope is the heavy rock 4AD. Yeah, basically. That's the same impression I got from. So, whereabouts in England did you live, John Mark? I lived in Manchester. Oh, right. Whereabouts? Um, kind of all over. I, I lived there for on and off for twelve years. So I I went to school there at the School of Sound Recording. Oh, right. Right in the city center, and I ended up just staying and, and stayed probably way too long. Um, <laughs> I started in Rush Home. Oh, right, yeah. Made famous by the Smiths. Yeah, yeah, and, and their curry, their curry exports. Of course, yeah. Yeah, and then I lived, I lived like in Hume and the city centre and Levenshume. Wow. So, and stayed in Didsbury for a little while. Yeah, it's all over the place. Because it's, a, it's a, a city with a, you know, it's a small city, obviously, an, an, an Irish immigrant city, but a city with a great rock heritage isn't it punk and post-punk heritage is that yeah. another reason why you stayed there yeah i think so. i mean the, the reason why i i went there i mean it was partly because of the music history and just part partly because it was just cheaper than london at the <laughs> yeah. time yeah it still is if you despise me Come and strike me I want you to know In the cold 
the so the two the two people that probably contributed to this album most would be David Stiff and this guy Christopher Barnes who sings for a band called Gym Club. Mm-hmm. Um, so they they have more of a stake in it just because we worked the most together. Uh, but there are other collaborators who didn't really even know what I was doing or understand what I was doing. They basically just sent me their parts. Yeah. They had, you know, they trusted me in some respect because they spent time doing it. And, you know, some, some, some people did recorded their parts like eight years ago, seven years ago. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they for long forgot about yeah. ever doing it, you know? So, um, yeah, so there are some people who just sent me things and left it. And then there are other people who have kind of been on board and kind of checking in with uh-huh, me yeah. or, or following it, you know, all the way, or not yeah. all the way, but yeah. You know, yeah, because that's, that's why I ask, because there's always the risk that if something was done a little while ago, then they'll hear it again and go, oh, no, don't, you can't use that. That's so embarrassing. But no, no one said that. No, no. Everyone was. I, I actually, everyone was very happy with the end result, and they were. They, I mean, I, I'm honored. I mean, these. I think these are everyone that was are on this album. I think are they're ama- not only amazing musicians, but amazing people. They're cool. you know, very kind people, and there's there's a real love and warmth in all these songs. Like even if, if you can't necessarily hear it immediately, like there's so many talented people involved, and they're wonderful people. And I'm I'm happy that there's such a positive energy. Well, I guess I guess also this is the way because of the way that music is done now you don't need to be in a rehearsal room you don't need to kind of build up the vibe and the in jokes it can be done by post it can be done by email do you think there'll be more records like this uh, in I'm the future there will be and there, I'm sure there are a lot of albums that are like this that we don't know about I mean, yeah. my first band the early we were doing this like in 2000 uh, 2001 like like we that's how we started was just like sending maybe at the time we we're probably sending CDs to each other, but we were also, yeah. cause there wasn't, I guess there wasn't broadband, but we were still using the internet as well. Um, wow. so, and we never, like our band never met until the album was almost finished. So I, I don't think I'd be able to work any other way. This is what I, what I've always known. I know. I, are we going to see you? I, in, are we going to see you over in England anytime soon? I hope so. Yeah. I'm going to try to get over sometime this year. Um, the vinyl version of this album comes out in October, so I'm thinking about maybe coming over around that time. Cool. So we'll see. Um, I still do a little bit of work with the earlies, and right. I'm still, you know, I'm collecting ideas for a new Old Fire album as well. So right. wow. I need to keep me busy, and I'm hoping it's not going to be another ten years before. That okay. Happens. <laughs> yeah, I'll be I'll be sixty one. <laughs> My knees will have gone by then. They wouldn't let them on They wouldn't let them on They wouldn't let them on They went to heaven for help But it wasn't there
John Mark Latham's Old Fire. The album is called Songs from the Haunted South. That's entitled Shadows. And before that, you heard A Dead House Dream. And before that, Helix. And the album is out now on K-Scope. My thanks to John Mark. And worth pointing out, I think that you can hear the whole album on K-Scope's SoundCloud channel. And there'll be a video to follow shortly too. Up next then, Paul Draper. The lyric video to this is up now on the website, kscopemusic.com and on our YouTube and SoundCloud channel. This then, from EP1, is Paul's collaboration with Stephen Wilson. This is No Ideas. I did a Google search for what comes up when I type in Ah uh-huh. 
Paul Draper, No Ideas from EP1. And of course, the last podcast was a Paul Draper special. So scroll back and have a listen to how Paul got involved with K-Scope. And you can see the lyric video for that at kscopemusic.com and hear more on the label's YouTube and SoundCloud channels. Paul Draper from EP1. No ideas. Right, to celebrate Tesseract's huge American tour with Gojira coming up in September throughout the US of A, let's hear something from Tesseract's most recent album, Polaris. This is entitled Survival.
Tesseract uh, Survival, and that's the version from the Erai EP, which is available as a standalone clear 12-inch vinyl or digital or as part of the new version of Polaris, a two-CD version with new artwork from Dan Mumford. You can listen to more Tesseract on the K-Scope website or YouTube and SoundCloud channels. More recently then, Say Dylan from their current album, Drifter. Let's hear Bluebird.
Sadeland, the latest track from Drifter to get the lyric video treatment. That's called Bluebird. Kscopemusic.com and on the label's YouTube channel is where you can see that. And you can hear more Sadeland on the label's SoundCloud channel. I still stand by my description of Justin and Belinda as the heavy metal cocktail twins. And that track is a really good example of that, I think. The wonderful Sadeland from the amazing album drifter new music from our dear friends no sound their new album is called scintilla and this also has a video now available to watch at kscopemusic.com and on the youtube channel kscopemusic.com forward slash no sound for more details this is short story From the new album by No Sound, that is entitled Short Story. The LP is called Scintilla. More on the website, more on the YouTube channel, more on the K-Scope SoundCloud channel. Right, we'll end with our dear friend Catherine Ann Davis, professionally known as the Anchoress. We had a terrific K-Scope night out watching her perform the album in its entirety at the lovely Bush Hall in West London. She's recently performed with her heroes, the Manic Street Preachers, at the incredibly impressive Eden Project down in Cornwall. Catherine joined the Manics on stage uh, for a song as well. She's still on tour. More dates to come. July the 31st at WOMAD. 
on August the 5th at the CCA in Glasgow. And then the day after that, August the 6th, Summerhall, Edinburgh. From the album then, Confessions of a Romance Novelist, we'll end this podcast with the anchoress. And this is entitled, Doesn't Kill You. Doesn't kill you makes you stronger Unless I know Been much procrastinator So all I know It's my narcissist's